listening to It Matters with Kelly Cords on AM 1240 and 95.3 FM WJON. We appreciate you being here today. Thanks for spending some time with us. You know what? I hope you can just grab your radio and go outside and enjoy your lunch and listen to Kelly and I have a good discussion about our budgeting basics. Kelly Showstrom joining us today. She's got a website called kellyshowstrom.com. Uh, com. It used to be uh, Money Gal Coaching. Same thing. Uh, but Kelly is a Minnesota girl who said, you know what, I'm tired of being in debt. And she found a way to get herself out of debt in a very short amount of time. Uh, it wasn't because she just sat there and did nothing. She got to it. And now that's what she does is she help other people get to that same point. So Kelly, thanks again for joining us each week. We love the advice and the direction that you kind of send us. How are you doing today? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing really great. Thank you. I I just love being able to share like a real story about real debt with from a person that, you know, wasn't making six figures because I think hopefully it's a little inspirational to everyone that's listening and, you know, my community at large that you can also like kind of make a change, right? And sometimes we have little pity parties for ourselves or sometimes, you know, the th- things are actually stacked against us, but digging in and knowing, you know, what, what the problems are, where, where we're kind of um, needing to improve upon um, is always step one and something that I hope that can shed a little bit of light on people's finances. That's what I'm hoping so too. So that's what we were going to talk about today is uh, like the annual income you need to fall in, which, which one you're making, which defines on which are your lower, the middle or upper class, right? Where do you fall uh, in that kind of scheme of things? So you've got some tubes to kind of take us out of the lower ones and get us up into the higher ones, hopefully. Yeah. So we do have some tips that we'll get to um, a little bit later on, but I think the, so upper middle, um, upper middle class, um, lower class, whatever it is, the class doesn't really matter, right? Um, It's just a number. It changes all the time. Different, um, different data sources, different polls will tell you different numbers. But I think that the interesting part of this conversation, this came out of a couple of articles that Yahoo recently released. I think it's about being able to gauge yourself to others because Kelly, we do not talk about finances nearly enough with our friends, with our with our family even sometimes, and um, especially our spouses. And so I always get questions around well, how much should I be spending on groceries? Or is this a normal amount of money that I can be spending on my cell phone bill, right? And so when we don't know how we stack up against other people, how far should my income be going? It's yeah. really hard to actually, um, you know, change the numbers because it's really easy at that point to then have our pity parties of, I just don't make enough money. But I think hopefully this can, this conversation can sh- shed a little bit of light for people that you actually might be making more than a lot of people. And so maybe we need to ch- um, flip that script that's going on in our brain and actually um, use that money a little bit more wisely. Yeah. And sometimes you go, gosh, now that I realize where I'm at in the big scheme of things, how can this person who I I thought that, you know, wasn't making it, they're doing really well. What are they doing different with their money that I'm not doing with mine? Exactly. And I know when I was paying off my debt, I always had this pity party script in my brain around, <laughs> oh, I had so much student loans, like, woe is me. And know, how, me you know, too. but then when I'm working with clients and they have six figures of student loans, I'm like, quiet for a moment because I'm like, okay, my situation wasn't so bad, right? And so it all puts things into perspective and it gives us a little bit of data to say, okay, maybe I am feeling a little um, strict in my spending. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. It's all month to month, but maybe my expenses are a little high because my income is actually proving to be not that bad. 
or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe, well, my income is a lot lower than what, you know, the national average is and um, everything is just costing more and more money these days. And so maybe then it becomes an income conversation where we need to pick up a side job or something. And so I'm hoping just kind of diving into a few of these numbers, people can start to see where they stack against other people and then kind of what they can do um, about their situation and how they can reframe the script that's kind of playing on repeat in their brains. I think about a lot of people have a full-time job and they keep it for years and they love their job and they're getting raises every year. So they think they're doing okay, but they're, they're just not keeping up with the economy. And all of a sudden they realize, well, but my workplace has been doing really well, but they're not keeping up with the, the rate of inflation as far as my raises go. Exactly. And that becomes a personal decision, just like everything in personal finance, right? Of do you want to stick with an employer if your income isn't, you know, staying on track with um, national, um, as as like prices go up and how inflation goes up and all that kind of stuff. If you do, if you want to keep your job, that's fine. But we then have to have a serious conversation about then what expenses are you carrying along with that job? And, or do you want to get a second income? Because things are getting a lot more expensive. Of course, we're not here to, you know, beat up on our small businesses or our employers because I understand that they can't always keep up with inflation, especially as it's growing so quickly. But at the end of the I know, but at the end of the day, it is it is a math not a, a math game, right? And if we just can't simply afford off of that income, or that income isn't even meeting national um, median standards, or even Kelly with the um, hourly rates that you know entry level positions are they're in lower class, and even if that, it's no wonder why people can't afford things. And so this will just put a little bit of um, perspective into your world and. Um, hopefully just motivate you to do something about it, no matter what side of the spectrum you you land on. Exactly. All right. So let's get into it. Where should we start? Okay. So I'm just going to say some numbers. Um, this is from uh, um, the Pew Research Center. And they, of course, come up with numbers all the time, like we said in the beginning of the show. And so it's always going to be different. So definitely look it up. Um, but they talked about what the middle, the lower, and the upper um classes. So it's all going to be a little bit tricky, but the middle class is an individual that generates between two thirds. We're going to start with the middle class because I think a lot of us will fall into that. Um, It's somebody that generates between two thirds and double the median household income. And so in 2021, it was $65,000. So if you're making, that's the median income, the middle single individual, $65,000. So if you're making as a household between 43 and 130, 43,000 and 130,000, you're considered middle class. And I think a lot of people fall into this. So think of you and your spouse, all your side jobs. If you're bringing in between 43 and 130,000, you're technically middle class. And mm-hmm. while that isn't always helpful because 43,000 for a household is definitely not a lot of money, it will show you how you compare against other people. Right. Yeah. Good point. Right. And a so- lot of people fall in there. Exactly. And so if we're making more than that 130, um, especially if we, uh, you know, both partners are working in the house and maybe they have decent jobs or educated in some capacity, whatever it is, you're making more than 130 household combined and you're still feeling the paycheck to paycheck, the stress every single month. That's an easy opportunity, Kelly, to look at what are your expenses. So I'm talking all to all those people right now. What are the bills, the regular things that go out out the checking account um, that we can maybe take a look at to reduce the spending in? So um, this might look like maybe you have a couple of car loans. Maybe you have these student loans that you've never you know decided to pay off, and they're 
starting to strangle you a little bit. Maybe your mm -hmm. house is too big for what you can actually afford, right? Even though you make a good income, maybe that mortgage, those taxes, um, it's just adding up to be a little much. So if you're in that upper level class, um, that's an easy opportunity to look at your expenses. Okay. All right. And so that leaves our lower class with basically making under 43,000 a household. Exactly. And that's definitely poverty. I would even say, and I'm sure everyone listening would agree, I would say that that number is actually higher and you're still still feeling the um, the the stretch of yeah, that, that yeah. paycheck to paycheck because 43 is nothing, especially if you're feeding kiddos, um, you're trying to pay for daycare. All of these things are so expensive. And so when you make less than that, that average, I would say, look at social services. What are some vouchers that you can qualify for? And this isn't about... Um, this isn't about giving out things that you maybe feel that society shouldn't be paying for for other people. This isn't a political discussion, but this is a, until you can figure out how to increase your income, what are some social services that you can actually qualify to help pay for the everyday things in life that are just more expensive and your income isn't um, helping supplement? Right. Yeah. And hopefully there's some answers there because they do go by the median, right? So if you're in that uh, lower range, uh, you should be able to find some help, which will stretch your dollars, make them go a little bit further till you can try to get into that middle middle class area. Yeah. And so for that lower class, Kelly, we talked about the upper class. Look at your expenses. The lower class, I would say look at your income. And this is going to be different depending on each family. But can you pick up a side job? Can one partner take care of the kids while the other one's working on the weekends? And it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be pretty. Um, but if that doesn't work, then maybe we have to look at our job of if we don't maybe love it or if it's not a, a lifetime choice for a career, uh, maybe we need to switch and just make a little bit more money so that our family can breathe a little bit, can boost up our savings um, and just, you know, not feel the, the, the pain and the stress every single month of not being able to afford just simple life. Yeah. I think a lot of people fall, like you said, the, I would say like, as you mentioned, sort of like lower middle class is still going to be really struggling right now with the way things are going. The economy's just crazy. You're like, how do I have $6 for a gallon of milk? I mean, it's kind of crazy. Exactly. Especially when those everyday expenses are really expensive. Um, that's when it adds up. The grocery store is a big, easy one to target where, um, you know, the price of milk or the price of eggs that we saw um, earlier this year, it's that kind of stuff really, um, it, it translates really well to the the family budget because people feel that really in, yeah. in live time. And so I think now that you maybe know what class you're in, like we said, it doesn't matter, but it, it helps you guide your decisions a little bit on what should I focus on? We're going to talk about, let's, briefly here, how can we grow our wealth? How we can, how can we move up the ladder a little bit? Um, what are some real things that we can do? And so Kelly, um, no surprise here. Um, the first thing that we can do is we can invest in ourselves. And so this is about education. This is about getting that extra certificate, finishing our high school diploma, anything that we can do to actually become more valuable to potential employers, um, to get that better job, to earn a little bit more money. And especially if your employer is the type where if you had a specific degree, you'd automatically be making more money or in healthcare industry, yeah. if you have that certain certificate certificate, you'll be automatically making more money. Those are easy targets to go and um, invest in yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Good point. All right. All right. The next one, Kelly, these poor listeners, they think I'm a broken record, but we're going to build a budget. And this is not, um, I didn't make this up. So the, I, even though I say this every single day, 
A budget is so crit critical to making sure that you can follow a spending plan that aligns with your income. Let's say that again, a spending plan that actually aligns with your income because a template budget that you found on the internet isn't going to work for your specific situation. So you want to make sure that you build that budget to account for your monthly expenses, your annual expenses. What does it cost for your kids to do sports and eat groceries? And is your mortgage going up? So making sure that we have a zero-based budget, one that aligns penny to penny to how much we bring in each month. We'll ensure that we're not overspending, we're not going into credit card debt, and we're actually able to save for those now, near, and future goals. Okay. All right. Got that one. I know nobody wants to hear build a budget because you feel like your mom told you that when you were a kid, but this isn't your mom. This is Kelly and Kelly. Yes, we are not your mom. We're friends. We're and, friends. And I think like it sounds so blah, Kelly, and I even have clients, um, I've spoken to them even this week where I've said, Hey, great. Let's, let's get started. They're interested in services. And I say, have you done the 90 day expense tracker yet? That free tool. Right. And they say no. And I'm like, well, that's a free tool that I give out all the time. That'll help you figure out where your money is going. And so if you're scared about your budget, start with the 90 day expense tracker and you can at least see where your money is going so that some easy target categories to figure out where to reduce your spending. It is really incredible. I mean, just find You just got to block out the time to figure that part out, block out some time and get that done. And then you'll go, huh, look at that. It's I a just game grabbed $300 and put it back in my pocket. It's a game changer. Do it on a Sunday morning with coffee or on a Friday night with wine, whatever you want to do, but um, it'll, it'll give you a lot of insight. And then the last thing Kelly here is to diversify your, in, your investments. And so we don't want to buy, um, spend all of our investing money into real estate, for example, because crashes happen. We don't want to buy all the cryptocurrency because they can be, um, their values can go down, right? We don't want to put everything in one place because that's where we can um, have risky investments. We want to spread it out a little bit. We want to make sure we're doing either risky or non-risky investments, depending on our age and how close we are to retirement. A financial advisor, the internet can help you answer some some of those questions, but make sure you're just putting all of your pools and money in different spots. Um, you also don't want to be cash poor. So don't put every single penny you have in investments. You want to have that emergency fund in your checking account, but that'll help you um, just make sure that you are ready for the future, ready for today, and then able to move up a little bit um, on those ranks for those um, classes. Yeah. I appreciate these tips. Kellyshowstrom.com. S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M.com is where they can find you. They can get that free expense tracker. And if they want to, they can even sign up for some classes, right? Exactly. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for being here. It's Kelly Showstrom, kellyshowstrom.com. Uh, she's got lots of fun tips and tricks and links and story ideas that link to other ideas about financial future and how to build wealth and take care of yourself. Hopefully this information is helping you out a lot. If you have questions for Kelly, send them to me here. Uh, using your uh, WJ1 app, you can chat with me or you can send it to Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at WJ1.com and we'll ask her those questions and hopefully answer them on next week's Budgeting Basics program.